Today, we're exploring how to cultivate a healthy ambition that honors your journey, passions, and well-being. Don't go anywhere. All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So... If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. 
Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all, welcome back. I was going to say howdy, and then I was going to say welcome back. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Y'all gotta get on YouTube to get see on the YouTube, yeah. see the shenanigans. If you're not already subscribed, make sure you take a second to go on YouTube, subscribe, and you can see us live and in the flesh. Yes, you can see who's Brittany and who's Germany because for some reason people have been listening to this show for years and they don't know who's who. They don't. But anyway, hey, my boo boo babies. Hi. Hello. How are you today? blessed and highly favored i like that that's music to my ears i'm blessed and i'm highly favored girl at church this past sunday they sung waymaker oh my god you know you i know wish i, I was screamed. in the building at that i oh. almost screamed i wish i was in the building to hear that waymaker miracle worker promise keeper light in the darkness my heart that is who you are I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm currently going to a church near my house that the praise and, praise and worship team just don't eat. They don't eat. And it's songs that I really like. It's songs that I'm really familiar with. Um, like a lot of songs by Elevation Worship. And if you know, you know, Maverick City. So it's popular songs. And I'm like, it's the execution. I'm like, God, they, it, all these people here, nobody with the gift of song. No one. There has to be someone with a better they don't gift have of the song. anointing. I'm like, where are the songstresses? The songbirds. And you know, surprisingly, shockingly, the person who was leading praise and worship at Antioch was a Caucasian woman. Oh. <laughs> you know that's new there. Yeah, the adding you know a multi- that's new there, the multicultural. I didn't, I didn't know that, actually. Um, um, I didn't know it either, so I stepped in the building. But she had soul. And that's what we're looking for. She asked all I said, okay. I, I really don't sis. care who's singing it as long as it's translating. Yeah, it's the skill. I don't care either. It's about yeah. the skill set. It's like, damn. It's the skill set. But, but when y'all barely singing it and I'm like, huh, girl, that's so my favorite part. I feel church. like that praise and worship alone is what's been carrying me yeah. this week. Yeah, I love that. It's been carrying me this week. I'll, I'll be back in Antioch to see what's going on. So I'm excited. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm about to be in the house by myself, which is always a treat. Love that. I love that. I'll be home alone for a week. The home alone. <laughs> I'll be home alone. A week for is a, week. a good amount of time too to just really be in your own energy. energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do what you want to do. Eat yeah. what you want to eat. Watch yeah. what you want to watch. It's all of that. Go to bed early. It's the thing. The only thing I don't like is being like a single dog mom. Yeah, walking the. That's dog. the part I'm like, damn. You know, because I usually don't have to walk Gatsby in the morning. And now I'm going to have to. You got to do it all. I got to do it all. I got to do it all. I got to walk him in the morning at night. It's just. But I appreciate it. And this weekend I was going to pick up a little extra shift at work. And mm-hmm. I said, I actually am not because I get to be by myself. And you I want to really. All the time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to church. I'm going to go to my breathwork class because I haven't been able to do that. I have a Pilates class. How are you class. going to church in the breathwork? Oh, because you're going to the other church. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's another reason. Wait, I Wait, you're like, doing all that in one day? It's all the things that I want to do. It's all the things that I want to do. But I spaced it out. I said, I might as well do my one breath work, my last breath work class over here. Because the following week, we're going to go to church in Long Beach. And I'm not going to go. And then I'll be moving. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I have church schedule. I have breath work schedule. And then I have a late evening Pilates class. 
So I'm like, that's going to be perfect. Cause my, also y'all, y'all know daylight savings time hit. So bruh, in order to, I still cannot wrap my mind around how this shit works. Yeah. We just fall back in the fall to but get we it. fall hella back and it'd only be an hour back with the time. It really, yeah. So the real concept behind, um, Daylight savings is to give farmers, people who work outside. This is what it is. Okay. This is what it was before I was here to give them more daylight during the day to farm, to start farming earlier because the winter gets dark. Yeah, exactly. So that's what it is. Listen, I don't make the rules. I'm not in Congress. I don't. Yeah. It is what it is. Girl. But I had to make some modifications to my schedule because I said, I can't be a single mom and going to Pilates after work on Monday and getting home in the pitch black trying to walk the damn dog. Oh, you mean for this week? Yeah. I said, I won't be there on Monday, which means I won't see Jody. And y'all know how I feel about my people. Listen, this girl and her people, she don't even go to nobody differently. I mean, I feel you. You like what you like. I like what I like. You like what you like. And you have every right to like what you like. Thank you. <laughs> you Thank have every you. right to like what you like. I need to get my body. Not I have been moving my I body. Like, I've been going on work walks every morning. I need to get back into pilates i think because it's cooling down i can go back to doing my evening hot yoga oh yeah that's yeah, a good yeah, like yeah, yeah, winter yeah. fall winter yeah. activity for me my hot yoga baby i be dripping sweat i found a little studio where near my new place which you probably already go i think it's called Love pilates no it's a different one it's a okay, heated pilates it's a heated pilates a heated Pilates. Let me put her on. I'll put her on game after we get off of here. It's a heated Pilates class. On class pass? Yes. Shut up. Yeah. Girl, you know I went. Girl. Because y'all, we're moving close to each other again. So this is going to be cute. Okay. Yeah. A heated Pilates class. I was like, oh, okay. There's things in the area. The heated Pilates ain't no how. I've been to one heated Pilates before and it was in Venice. So. Okay. I did a heated uh, core work. I thought I was going to heated Pilates. It turned into something else. I was I said, hold on. Yeah. But I need to get into, I need to get into my, um, back into my Pilates and yoga. I've taken a little hiatus. Yeah. And Um, a heated yin yoga. A heated yin yoga. Is that the same studio? I have a few saved. I'm going to see, but it's a heating and yoga. And I feel like that would be a perfect touch to deeply stretch in the heat. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. It's giving. A combo. It's giving that. Yeah. It's giving that. Because you know why Seven has a heated. Yin yoga? Yin yoga. Like restorative, restorative, restorative yoga. Yeah. It'd be a push. And yeah. I usually like to do that on a weekday evening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to get there's so much I need to do y'all sometimes I flip my schedule and I start doing like new things whatever whatever I feel like I need at the moment lately I've been feeling like I need to do nothing so that, I've been I doing, took advantage of nothing I haven't been too. doing nothing I didn't do but shit. um I'm gonna get back into the the move and groove of things that is healthy though sometimes you have to honor yourself in that way this week I didn't do shit <clears throat> I said I'm not doing nothing I don't want to do it yeah I don't want to, and I don't want to force myself. And I'm also not going to come down on myself for not wanting to do it. I said, girl, you're fine. It'll all be there when you want to go back. I got to take a break. I had to put it on pause. I had to put it on pause. What corrupt say? Girls, all pause. I see you, lady. That's exactly what he said. (laughs) That's exactly what I said. I had to take the the $28 cat class. Oh, okay. The thing is, you be doing that, though. 
You got to you got to think you got to think ahead. You be doing it at the last hour and paying $28 on top of the monthly fee that you're already paying. I had to put I had to put me first, Brittany. <laughs> I had to put me first. In that point, I had to put me first. Okay. I had the money did was no object at that moment. Y'all. I mean, hey, you got to do what you got to do, but I'm just saying. You, I typically don't do that, but when I do, I have to honor myself. And that was I typically don't. Girl, you fuck do it you. once a month. Lies, 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 lies. I'll try to cancel before, but I had got down to the wire and I said, but we're here. We're here. Excited Mm -hmm. to be here. Nesting November. I was going to say nasty. It could be nasty for some. Uh Uh-uh. You know, you could be nesting and being nasty. Yeah, right. You could be doing both. both. In squared. Right. It could be an in squared November. Mm hmm. But um, I've been taking the nesting approach. Yeah, for sure. Nesting, soaking up the energy of fall. Yeah, the slow time. I have my infamous drink back on the menu. Which is what? Chai. Chai latte. Chai tea. <laughs> with eggnog. Oh. Oh, that was the Starbucks drink last year, huh? I made this myself, honey. I make this myself. I use a Tazo chai. I know. With eggnog. Okay, this was Starbucks I discontinued seen. the eggnog latte in twenty twenty two. So was I, it a chai? No, there was it was, it was just, not chai. It okay. was just an eggnog latte. So in okay. my desperation I created my own holiday drink. I like which it. is the chai tea, the Tazo chai tea mixed with eggnog. Although we're boycotting Starbucks. I haven't been. That Tazo tea is owned by Starbucks. <laughs> Tazo tea is owned by Tazo. Starbucks owns Tazo tea. But, but listen, whatever, however Are, you want Did you throw away yours? However you want to. Now, I, they I do have another one that I can get at that they sell at Whole Foods. So I'm okay. After I'm done with this one, I'm mm-hmm. okay with using the, Whole, the one they sell at Whole Foods. Because yeah. I've used that for my pumpkin chai tea <laughs> latte. Yeah. So it could be fuck Tazo and fuck Starbucks because it's free Palestine. And that's it. That's it. Okay. Free Palestine until it's backwards. Yeah. That's how we that's how we come in. So, anywho, we're mm-hmm. here today, Nesting November. We're in our goodie bag series, giving you a whole bunch of random episodes, but still quality. Yes. And we just went in there with our eyes closed and pulled something out. Yeah. And they're all good. Right. Mm-hmm. So, today we're talking about ambition. Which is a popular topic. We've actually had this on our radar for about a year. Right, we have. Yeah, it's been on our radar in our episode um, Arsenal. Q. In our episode Q. We do have about, a Q. For about a year. Yeah. Um, one of our, our old executive producer had brought up the idea of talking about ambition to us. And it's so interesting. It's a conversation I feel like that's always being had. Um. You know, what does your ambition look like and how ambitious are you and are you ambition, ambitious enough? Um, so I, I'm really glad that we're taking the time to talk about it, especially coming off the heels of a really great year, a very ambitious year and um, heading into 2023. Right. I think now is, is definitely an appropriate time to mm-hmm. have the conversation, especially because I do want to definitely live my life intentionally. Yeah. There are some core principles that I have about me, ways of being, but it doesn't hurt 
to reflect, take an assessment and see if the way that I'm being is still serving me. Yes. You know, is it, yes. is it actually serving me? So I think it would be appropriate for us to define ambition. Just to set the tone yeah, for, yeah. for us and the conversation and the girls and the boys. Mm-hmm. So Google defines ambition as a strong desire to do or achieve something, typically requiring determination and hard work. Yeah. <clears throat> How would you define ambition? Would your definition of ambition align with what Google says? Or do you look at it differently? I feel like. It it would closely align. I feel like this is a, a closely aligned. I would always I would also add always. Always on. Always striving. Cause I always wanting so the desire to achieve something all the time. All the time and always working towards, right? I feel like once you're no longer striving or you're no longer working hard and you're no longer in that kind of like boots in the ground, digging in the mud kind of energy, then I don't know if it's ambition anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we were having this little debate offline. I don't know if it was a debate. debate. It wasn't a debate, but like talking about what classifies how how we really truly define ambition and does the definition change or does ambition change if you're no longer striving? If you're no longer working hard towards something and you just get good at it and you're like, oh, I'm just excellent. Is this, do you, or do you still remain ambitious about that specific thing? Probably that you're not towards? about that specific thing, but I believe that ambition is a character trait where yeah. if you're not ambitious with that, if you are an ambitious person person, then you'll just find something else that you're attempting or striving to achieve and do where you're pouring your energy into. And that's why I think it if needs to be that, continual if it's your way of being. I think it needs to be continual. You can have moments where you're ambitious towards a thing, but that's just like trying to reach a goal. Right. I feel like the, at the, the to truly be ambitious means it needs to like be an ongoing process. It needs to, it be, needs like, to be something that you always are like you're actively doing all the time. Yeah. What about you? Do you? What's your definition or how do you define it? I say I would say my definition aligns with that of Google. Mm-hmm. Always sh- striving to achieve or accomplish something. Yeah. The pursuit of things like Pursuit of Happiness was such a good movie. But I need to watch it again. The pursuit of achievement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is what I would define ambition as. Um. And so with ambition, it has a lot of positives. I feel like it, growing up in the way that I was taught, for the most part, I heard that being ambitious was a thing to be, you know? Mm. It was all the positives that came with being ambitious. The things that you can accomplish, goals, things, accolades. But here lately it's had sort of a negative connotation to it, or I've been hearing the downsides of being ambitious. So do you think that there are some negatives that, that can be attributed to being ambitious? Yeah, because I think that like over the years, ambition is sort of like a hetero cis, like it's synonymous with being like hetero cis white male and when they're ambitious, it's cool. It's like, yeah, get to it, work hard, do whatever you got to do to get to the top. And when it it's comes expected, to, yes, yeah, expected. And then when it comes to 
I'll just say black women like myself and so many of you out there that are listening, it has a negative connotation when we're ambitious, you know, when we're getting to it and it's like, you need to be softer. You need, ain't no man going to want you. If you work in a hard, you need to let men lead and like, you know, be more dependent on men. You don't need to be as independent when a lot of that is tied to like our makeup. You know what I mean? So I think that there are some negative connotations and drawbacks. I think there's a lot of positives too. You know, definitely. I think there's a lot of positives, but we get a lot of flack. We do. As black women, we definitely do get the downside of being ambition. It's definitely looked at as something that's not as positive. Mm -hmm. Like I saw either a TikTok or something, a video where a woman was saying that um, someone had did studies or wrote up a write up or something. Maybe it was a fucking think piece. And. They were like, when women buy homes, their value decreases. Like, men don't see as much value in a woman when she's a homeowner. Wow. Before they're with her because it's like, now what, I can I give, what can I give you? And then I have to convince you to move out of your house and to move in with me or move into a home that we get. And it's just not worth it anymore. You you were too ambitious, sis. Like, huh? Wow. The nerve of these men. The nerve. I was just like, that is so fucking backwards and really ridiculous. And I feel like a lot of black women's ambition comes from necessity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things that we want to accomplish that we have to accomplish. And I mean, if we're not partnered yet or we don't have anyone who's ready to accomplish those things with us, we're supposed to just sit back and not have them so that. We don't decrease our value in the male glaze. Gaze? Gaze, I'm like the the glaze. (laughs) I'm thinking about him. The male gaze? Because of the male gaze? Yeah, it's kind of insane because like to your point, we have to constantly be reinventing ourselves. I know that there's not, there's a degree of ambition. You know, there's those people who really, really work hard all the time. And then there's others who, who don't work as hard. But I feel like black women... We're constantly reinventing ourselves, constantly working towards more, constantly trying to get to what it is that we deserve, that we feel like we desire and want. And boy, fuck you. <laughs> fuck uh, that you. just really blew my wig back. And I'm like, OK, so we get it. We get it in that regard. And then we get it where women were supposed to be the nurturing homemakers, like you said, the soft, softer side and it's like that clashes yeah. with ambition. And it's like, why are you chasing after all of these things? Sit back, relax, and take care of the home. But what about the woman who doesn't want to do that? Like, right. what about the woman who actually finds joy and fulfillment in being ambitious or chasing things or goals or dreams that are outside of the home? And not to say she doesn't want those things, but she wants something else, too. And I think that's why it's so important for us to have these kind of conversations and almost like rebranding or reimagining what ambition can look like because it's been so gender like focused, you know, like, well, if you're a man, we give you kudos. We give you praise for being ambition. Yes. Go out there and make a life, do what you got to do. And then when it comes to like women, it's like, ooh, it's no cute. man is going to want you yeah. because you're out there being in your masculine energy, chasing what it is that he's supposed to be given. We have to stop that. Like, if you want things, if you want to reach your goals and be, you know, steadfast and nose to the ground, fuck it. Why not? 
why not? You know, I think there's like different things, though, because like, what do you feel like drives ego? I mean, um, ambition. See, I'm already in my thinking about the ego. <laughs> what do you think drives ambition or it your may, ambition? What drives, what drives my, your ambition? Let's make it personal. What drives my ambition mm-hmm. is the desire for excellence. Mm. Like I really have in my mind a standard. Yeah. That I feel like needs to be met for my personal life. And that literally literally is what drives me. The standard of excellence. I want to be the best that I can be. That's what inspires me to get up, to work, and not just work, work to the best of my ability. Because I could just work and be like, you know, I worked. I mean, we all have to work at a base level to get our, our basic needs met. But... I just have a desire for more than my basic needs to be met. Mm. And that's what drives me. Sometimes it is my ego that drives me. You know, it's like, I want to be that and everybody needs to see that I'm that as well. And sometimes that may cause That's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to lie. There's that. There's a need for my status to be at a certain point. Yeah. You know, I want to have status. I want to be an it girl. And that that and that an it girl it is subjective, but I think we all know what an it girl is. Mm-hmm. I want to be it girl, that girl. Like I, that's what I want to be, and I don't want to be nothing less. And that's what fucking drives me. That's where my ambition comes from. Even when I was younger, if I'm going to be on the cheerleading team, I want to be in the front. <laughs> I want to be, be in the front. I want to be in the front and center. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if we gonna do it, let's really do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Why not? I'm not mad at it. What drives yours? Before I tell y'all what drives me, because I'm really loving the conversation that we are having, but I think it's good for us to take a little break. And we'll be right back. Hey, bookies. We got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does Black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of Black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like their narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. 
But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. 
Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. So back at it, back at it again. Um, What drives my ambition? I I think to echoing all of your sentiments that being an it girl, being that girl, being that bitch, (laughs) that bitch drives me to do my best, you know, to really execute I love it. I love the way I feel when I'm like, oh, we ate that. Like we ate that down or I ate that down. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? What'd you expect? <laughs> yeah, it needs to be eating. It needs to be eating. And it's like, damn, if we're not going to eat, if we're going to be starving, if we're going to be stomach touching the back, why even do it? Why even do it? Why even do it? Yeah. You know, and I think also um, what else? I mean, my ego. Yeah, it's heavy on the ego. It's, I'm going to just say it's heavy on the ego. It's heavy on the lifestyle. The lifestyle, it's the heavy money on the that's financial needed. stability, the, the security. Like we know that the more you hustle, the more you work hard. Or or we would like to correlate hustle, hustling and working hard with financial security. None of us are breaking our backs, working to the bone to live a life that we don't want to live. Yeah. Ideally, we want to put in the work. We want the sweat equity to match up with the dollars and cents. Seriously. That's it. So if I'm working hard and I'm going after it, although I want to feel good on the inside, I want my pockets to, to be lined. To be lined. I do too. I'm reward driven. I, I do. I'm I reward do. driven. I have to have a reward for my work. It is. And I, I, I think that honestly... Everybody in the world ain't going to be ambitious. Everybody in the world ain't going to be on top, but I want my spot. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Jeez, these iPhones are something, y'all. This <laughs> shit done been recording. It done been recording me saying everything. It keeps doing it. Golly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I want my spot. I do too. I want my spot. I, I, that's something else. I think that you have to accept what it is that you want and really go after it. If you And know what you want. If you're not that person, it's okay. Don't break your back trying to be that person. I agree. But if you can see it for yourself, if it's like, ooh, I could feel it for myself. Um, it has to do. be a combo. It has to be a, a sweet pairing because then you're just talking out the side of your neck. Yeah. You know, I want to be, but you're not doing. Do you think that ambition is intrinsic? Or is it something that can be cultivated? Yeah. I think it's a combination. Combination ain't gonna die until it, <laughs> it's it, it, not. I think it's a combination because I don't think you can 
teach a person to be ambitious I, I solely I don't think you can just be like you're going to be a hard worker you're going to go after your dreams you're going to have goals that you're working towards and aspiring towards and you're going to always be hustling I don't think that's something you could teach I don't think that's something you could teach I think that through you can model it and it can be something that the people around you want to replicate but again it has to be a deep desire that you can go in and draw upon you know right. what I mean you have to be able to intrinsically pull it out of you i agree you know? i feel like there definitely has to, you can definitely be nurtured like you said you can be shown the ropes you can be inspired and encouraged to have that ambition and that drive but if i'm speaking from personal experience it's definitely something that's just embedded in me like it's just something that's there yeah that propels me that pushes me that says do your best. Yeah. And I think also, even through the inspiration, the degree of ambition is so different because so many of us are watching Beyonce be the most ambitious. I mean, Girl, I'm talking about from when you were born from your I home. I know, but I'm talking about if it's something that can be taught or something that you just can be inspired and be like, I'm going to do it, then a lot of people would be doing it. I mean, yes and no, because by the time we saw Beyonce, you know, we're older. When you're younger, you're you're modeling the people who raise you. I think it's too, like I, I already made my point, but I'm <laughs> making another point that it cannot only it's not something that you can just be like, I want to be ambitious and be ambitious if you're not already ambitious. You get what I'm you're saying? saying? If you're a grown ass adult, if you are anything, any, that's I, what I want to know. OK, do you think now this poses another question? Grow? Yeah. Like, say you're an adult and maybe it wasn't modeled in your home and it wasn't something that was necessarily intrinsically in you to be ambitious and now you're older and you're seeing Beyonce and you're like wow I'm inspired I'm motivated can you then gain ambition in older age I think you're on the internet and you see people doing their big one yeah because I think people can change and people can decide who they want to be but again it takes a lot of work to tap in and be like I'm gonna be this new version of myself and I think there has to even be a level of ambition that's already in you that you can draw upon to execute so you gotta have something there. some gotta be in there and majority <laughs> of us are not just lazy bums but it's a, to the degree of how hard we want to work that's really what ambition comes down to to what degree do you, are you willing to put in the work to get what it is that you want right. how important are your goals really to you that you're willing to do whatever you got to do and i'm not saying step on people and do you know what i mean but within reason putting in some the people work, think like that but putting in the work and having that mindset of like i'm not giving up i feel like we've been very ambitious around this podcast and growing this podcast we're always striving, trying to refine it, trying to make it better, thinking about ways that we can be more creative. You know, how can we outsource so that we can do what it is that we want to do? We're always, always working towards the better, right. the best, you know? So I think that you have to, it has to already be inside you. I agree. I feel, I definitely do feel like it has to be some sort of intrinsic motivation there that can be enhanced based on who you're surrounding yourself with, yeah. who you're looking up to, who you're, you know, in, who you're engaging with. It can be nurtured and enhanced. But as far as it being nothing there at all and thinking that it's just going to come, I don't know about that. Yeah. I feel like you might have a desire, but not really get to moving your feet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So 
what do you think are some kind of setbacks to our well-being being so ambitious <clears throat> tons can definitely lead to burnout mm-hmm. like consistently striving for striving to <laughs> consistently striving and trying to achieve things can definitely cause you to burn out if it's not done in moderation if you don't have a handle on it if you don't know when to take breaks Mm-hmm. If you are doing too much, there has to be a healthy balance. There has to be a healthy balance between the here and now and the there and then. <laughs> the Luther Vandross. There does have there to, has to be a healthy balance. Is that Luther Vandross? Here, here and now. Yeah. I, I agree there does have to be a healthy balance but I feel like when you're really like again there's ambition on a spectrum mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying I can see how someone can just be so steadfast and so locked like in. locked in on what they want to accomplish that they feel like I can't stop you know I can't stop I'm on a roll I'm on a mission I have to get this done I can see how people can be on that end of the spectrum. But um, I don't be feeling like that. Yeah, no, it'll never. I can't let it take me out. I don't I feel put it down. I don't feel like I'm that far. on. I don't feel like I'm that far on the spectrum. That ambitious. No. And, you yeah. know, sometimes I actually feel like I need to be more ambitious. Sometimes I've I've have an internal battle, a fight, a beating of beating up of self. And I'm like. <laughs> damn why i don't got that dog in me why i don't got that type of dog in me (laughs) you know have you seen that little meme where it's the little dog smiling and they said when i say i got that dog in me that's the type of dog i'm talking about and it's a little dog that look like gatsby i've never seen that but sometimes i'm like damn sis you need to get some more dog in you i know know? like yes you're ambitious you want to be great but do you have enough dog in you and it's because I'm looking at people who I feel like really got that dog. What are some who are some examples of some dog ass people? <laughs> Girl, you don't have to point them out if you don't want to. We'll just use a Beyonce since that's what she's a standard. Yeah. When I look at the documentaries and I see that she really puts her nose to the ground and she really just does the extreme. I'm going to go vegan. I'm not drinking. I'm not. You know, she cuts everything out. She practicing seven days a week staying later than the dancers fuck family (laughs) you know know, like it's like i'm giving it all i'm giving it all i got with me i feel like with the things i'm naturally talented at i'm you know sure i'm great at them i have a desire to do my best but when it comes to like certain sacrifices i feel like that's where there's a block with my ambition it's like there's some things you're naturally good at you have drive but let's see, let's see you sacrifice something. Like, let's see you really lock in and put that nose to the ground and bring that dog out of you. I think that's a great point. The distinction between drive and ambition. What's the distinction? Maybe drive is like the level beneath ambition. So you think there is like ambi- a people level who- of a drive? I don't think so. No, no, no. I don't think so. Because hmm. I feel like. The drive is ambition. It just depends on how much you, how much ambition you got. Because I feel like the ambition is achieving things. And if maybe if you just have drive and you never achieve it, you, you can have drive and maybe never achieve. 
Where are you going? You're, okay, you're saying drive is a step under ambition. Like there are people that are ambitious and there are people that are driven. Yeah. And if you're ambitious, you're doing the sacrifice and you're taking it a step ahead of the yeah. people that are driven. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if you're driven, you're ambitious. I feel like they're neck and neck. But it's this neck is a little. <laughs> this, this I feel neck, like they're neck and this neck. This neck might be like, eh. And ambition is like, eh. I, I, I feel don't what know. you say. Because sometimes I like. I feel very, very driven. I know that I can like motivate myself to accomplish certain things, but I don't always feel as ambitious, you know? Okay, so you feel like you can do what you need to do, but you don't feel like you want to strive to go above and beyond? Sometimes I don't, exactly. But I know that I'm not like... Lazy. Lazy and lacking ambition. I'm just going to use a corporate job for a second because I know that some people only have that as a point of reference. Like sometimes we just get up, go to our job. I'm driven to like be on time, to lay, be a little below the radar, you know, doing there, do what the fuck I got to do. And that's it. But I'm not trying to get promoted. My job is a little different. You know, it's like I'm doing what I got to do. I'm driven to like excellence. Right. Be a great employee. But that great employee might not be seeking to do the extra things right sometimes it's like oh i will to grow I'll within the company not 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 grow within the company not grow within the company because sometimes there's not growth within the company you're just doing more to make yourself available for the company if that makes sense and well in that case i need a new company well, i'm just saying this is the the culture of my job right okay. like the department of my job is there not growth within the company or do you just not have the desire to grow within the there's company? no growth within this department but there's growth. You just no. will have to get out of the department. There is growth. You can go. No. To, you can go and get a different degree and become a nurse. That's a growth within your department. That's your not. Job. That's not. But that's not really. When you think about growth within your department, it's like you. There's attainable steps that you can kind of work towards. Like when you did your certifications, right? Not like I gotta go get a whole nother degree. Like if you're everybody's working in the same field, there should be like you do these steps, and then there's a promotion available. Or when somebody leaves, you can be a manager. That's not how this department works. If how I'm does a, it work? go out and be a nurse, like I'm. If I go out and be a nurse, I'm still gonna come back and work the same job as a nurse and a, as a case manager. I get it, but that's at your job within your field. There's opportunity for growth and we're talking about my department and my job. That's what I'm talking about. I don't think you're getting what I'm saying. If you want to stay at your job, your actual place where you work and go to work every day, then you can. But if you want to grow within your same field, you can as well. It's not like you could be a case manager and that's just it just stops there. We're talking I'm talking about my job, my company, my department. That's what we're talking about right now. I know what we're talking about. Yeah. But so we're then, also talking about growth within. <laughs> we're talking about growth. You're saying at your job there's no room for growth. In my department. In my department, because there's only one level of case management right once you come in no matter if you are an rn lvn whatever it is that your interdisciplinary degree might be in once you come into the department that's what everybody is i'm working the same job as some other some other person and we have different degrees so the nature of growth within the department is very limited but i can come in and be a driven employee and be like Either I'm doing what I have to do or I could be doing extra stuff like, oh, I'll orient all the new people. Right. Or I'll take a class for this, for that, for that. It doesn't necessarily mean there's going to be growth within the department, but I could just be driven to be an excellent model employee. 
But what about the person who's your boss? Wouldn't that be growth, a growth opportunity if somebody wanted to become more than a case manager? Leaving. Yes, there's an opportunity to do that, leaving, but not in my department. You see what I'm saying? Because there's no opening or because it's not possible? It's damn near neck and neck. There's no opening and it's not possible. They're right, like, but if they wanted to grow, they could. It yeah, just you would be just there. have to leave. Like, yeah, let me yeah. find a company or like another hospital. You would just leave. Where there's exactly. an opening for that. And then position. you would continue to work towards that type of thing. Yes. Yeah. And and I was just thinking about the the distinction between being driven and the ambition because somebody who's more ambitious might be like I'm gonna get up out of here I'm gonna go do this I'm gonna go to different certifications I'm gonna go to different hospitals where somebody who's driven to be an excellent employee might not do those things that's what I'm saying like I think there's a difference between being driven and ambitious yeah I don't really agree with that but I hear what you're saying Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying I feel like if you're just going to work like you said, flying under the radar, I don't feel like that's driven. That's just showing up and doing your job. Right. I feel like if you're driven, that would be trying to elevate at in the, at the corporate level. And if you feel like you can't do it at your current space, then find it somewhere where you can. And that looks like ambition to me. Because the driven part, I'm saying like flying under the radar is not necessarily being driven. The part that's driven is like being an excellent employee, right? Doing all the things going above and beyond, but not necessarily ambitious enough to be like, I'm getting up out of here because I want to do more. It's like, I could do a lot within the realm of what I'm doing and be excellent here. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Or I don't know if it's excellent or just being an employee though. Really? Yeah, because like, I I feel like there's levels. There's na- there's a d- degree of which you can be a really great employee. There is a flying under the radar. There's the doing really really excellent work where you're like I'm doing everything. I'm going above and beyond. I'm making myself available to the department. I'm working overtime. Now that might not be. I want to get another position. I want to be the lead or the manager. It could just be like I'm doing everything I could do at the best of my ability here. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's more than employee nigga. When I go to work. I- if I'm going, picking up all the shifts, doing all the Girl, things. Girl, we be picking up the shifts for money. No, <laughs> but there's some be, people. There's some, I can tell the difference between a really driven and excellent employee in my department and somebody who's just flying under the radar. Yeah, I can tell the difference between someone who's who's good at what they do. And, and they want to excel and they want to be the best at their job. I can tell the stark difference. I can tell the difference. I feel like I have a really good team at work. Like everyone's pretty good at what they do. And like nobody, thankfully, is like. A slacker. Yeah. You know, and that's good. That's good to have in a working environment in corporate and entrepreneurial. You can definitely tell when people want to be there and they have some drive or even I, I, we've been using drive and ambition interchangeably. But I feel like if you're ambitious about something that you're doing, you can clearly tell when people are like passionate about what they're doing, even if it's not their direct passion yeah you know it's yeah. like i can see the effort you put into it it'd be that i can see the quality it's i the can innovation, see the enthusiasm the ideas. you want to be there you're presenting out of the box solutions right. when somebody does not have that type of energy towards it it's just like this the job i did what i could do i did what i, I was supposed i did what i was supposed to do what they say i'm supposed to do yeah I this did is what, what I- my workflow says but when you're going above and beyond the drive is different the ambition is different different vibes 
So do you think there's a difference in the our level of ambition needs to be different when we're going after short term or long term goals? Yeah, I think when it's short term, you probably have to push a little more because it's like something that may require more power, Mm -hmm. energy. And when it's long term to prevent some of the like downsides of ambition, you probably have to pace yourself and it probably takes more. It probably takes more planning more thought yeah if it's long term and we going like that's how you do get burned out because sometimes when we are like going nose to the ground with something like the podcast it's like hold on yeah i have no am i don't even feel inspired and that's i don't feel ambitious i actually feel over it and sometimes ambition can come in waves i I think like isn't is being ambitious sustainable Hmm. is it sustainable like uh, to live a life a lifelong a life full of ambition or being ambitious your whole life. I think it deserves, it requires breaks. Yeah. It requires pockets of rest for the most ambitious person there is. Like, come on. Look at Beyonce. Exactly. She gives us something and she goes back into her nest. Because nonstop ambition is not sustainable. I don't think it is. No. I don't think it is. It's not healthy. If it's nonstop, that's when it becomes unhealthy. Because it requires so much. It does. It requires a lot of energy, resources, time. So to consistently be ambitious, that's when I feel like you have to start sacrificing other things. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you don't have time for relationships. You don't have time to go have fun. You're just, you know, an ambitious person. There's been some studies that shown that ambition drops off around like between the age of like 33 and 35 and it could be because those are the years that we're finding either that family start. Yeah, we're fam- raising our families. Maybe we don't have the time to be ambitious. Our time is going someplace else. You know, it's not where you can just work long hours at the office and maybe you're not in class or, you know, put in that real sweat equity into whatever it is that you're trying to get out of life, the goals that you're trying to reach. Um, and I've seen some people, admirable people who seem less ambitious, but then maybe that energy just slows down for a little bit and then they redirect it into something else later on in life. But there is a little uh, 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 a pocket where you're like, ooh, I got to take a break. For sure. And speaking of taking a break, we need to take a break. So sit tight and we'll be right back to finish talking about ambition mm-hmm. right after this. Okay, y'all. So... This is a this is a part of the show where we make sure you all are doing what you need to do. Mm-hmm. If you have not already, please make sure you rate, review, leave a review, leave a comment. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Not what you don't like. Y'all know I'm, I don't want to hear no bad news. <laughs> <laughs> let don't. us know how you're feeling. If you're going to let us know, be respectful. Well, yeah, with respect. So you can do that on Apple Podcasts. You can do that on Spotify, whatever your YouTube youtube whatever Mm. your form of choice is just let us know some let us know something yeah and um you can let let us know something and we can also let you know something when you join us at the homegirl hangout it's our exclusive membership community um over on patreon where there's tons of bonus content there's what like 139 episodes 
or something. Yeah, like 139 bonus episodes over in the Homegrown Hangout. Bonus Tons. episodes where we give you content similar to what we have here on the main platform. So more of what you love. There's also an opportunity to get to know Brittany and I on a more intimate level because we have a monthly check-in that we do every month where we get to just share how we're feeling, what we might be going through, some things that we've reserved for the girls over there. So that information is down in the show notes. It is down in the show notes. Um, and by the time this show comes out, we may or may not have one more spot left for the retreat. Yeah, baby, it's sold out. If it's there and Grab you've been it. feeling like you want to come and you've been on the fence, get off of it. Get off the fence. Commit to it. Make the commitment to yourself. You're going to have a good time. I know it may be a little scary You've never been on a trip with people you don't know. Maybe you've never traveled by yourself. But let me tell you something. This is the time to try something new. Mm -hmm. We're going to have an amazing, an amazing time. And we want you to join us. We're going to Belize. We're going to be there for about four days. We have an amazing itinerary. We're looking forward to connecting with you all in real life. So join us. Do your thing. Information is down in the show notes. Okay, girls, I think it's time to get back into the show. Let's get back into the show. So, we run in our mouths about this ambition. Do you feel like your ambition has ever gotten in your way? Hmm. Do you feel like it's, if it's ever caused strain to your relationships? No. You don't let it. No, I don't. I don't let it. Um, I don't let it. I think that I have a, a good, healthy work-life balance and a, a healthy relationship with my ambition where I never let it get out of hand where I'm like, I can't, I gotta. And I think that also the people in my life, my loved ones, my romantic partners, everybody that I care about understands that when I'm locked in on something, I'm just locked in on it. Like, when my mom is asking me, oh, can you come over? Can we do this? And I'm like, oh, I have to record. Everybody really respects the my lifestyle. Yeah. My partner respects it. He don't really trip. He's like, do your thing. And I give him the same respect because he's pretty ambitious, I would say. He always has lofty goals that he's working towards and desires. And I just be like, go ahead. Yeah. I Sometimes agree. when he'll, anyway. <laughs> oh, well, that was going to lead me to another question. Do you feel like... In a romantic relationship that your levels of ambition need to be similar? Is it okay if they're starkly different? Mm. Is that a deal breaker for you? I think we have to have similar levels of ambition or at least an understanding of you got to be up here doing something. <laughs> okay, don't come around me and do, doing nothing. Yeah. Don't be around me doing nothing. I might not be as ambitious as you. I don't think they have to be like identical, but we both have to be hardworking and moving towards something and aspiring towards something. Even if I don't understand what it is, I want to see you working towards something. Yeah. And also when it's no longer working, put it down. Listen. Because I was in the trenches don't with somebody. Don't have delusional. Don't have delusion. Ambition, not delusion. Please. Because I was in the trenches with somebody for a long time and I'm like, it's time to pivot. Because it's hard to support that. It it's is. hard for me to support that type of ambition or see it as valuable. And I, I could be wrong for thinking like this, but to see it as valuable when I'm not seeing that it needs to give input. I'm not output, seeing it manifest some level of output. Or it's like I understand there there takes time for it to manifest, but it's like the belief that it's possible. You know, 
<laughs> like you really got some. It's the inflated. Like they have an inflated belief around what they're doing. Like I said, delusion. Yeah, it's definitely delusion. If you think you're going to be a singer and that voice is not good, I can't back that the ambition. It's not eating. <laughs> it's starving. <laughs> it's starving. It hasn't ate in weeks. It's, it's, it hasn't ate in it's weeks. It's so hard for me to do that. And I, I, that's that. That's hard for me. And I think as a woman specifically, I think as women, we have to have a partner who's, if you are an ambitious woman, you need a partner who's ambitious so that they can understand and appreciate what it is that you're doing. I think that those type of relationships where the woman is like a grinder, an entrepreneur, creative, working hard, and she got a man who does the same, is like, yes, baby, they can applaud you. Yeah, they get it. They understand. And it's not like, it's not unattractive to them. Yeah. Or they're not wanting you to... Hold back. Shrink yourself. Yeah. Hold and back. And work in conventional or be a conventional girl. Yeah. Because they don't understand it. I've had that experience. You have? I think maybe it's not my ambition. Maybe it wasn't my ambition. It's just like me being. You're, you're independent. Unconven- yeah. Inconven- unconventional and like doing my own thing. And I think you you have to have a little bit of that if you're an ambitious kind of woman, like a modern woman. Most most modern women are ambitious, you know. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the modern girls are ambitious. Yeah, we're like go getters, we're trendsetters. Yeah, I definitely need to be partnered with someone who wouldn't see my ambition as a threat. Yeah, you know, or as something that needs to be tamed. Period. Because wild, <laughs> I don't want. To conform to what your idea of what you think a woman should be doing. Mm. I understand that there's going to be times where a break needs to be taken. There may need to be some sacrifice, you know. But to think I'm going to just be sitting the fuck down. Boy, please. You don't want me. You don't want me. And I don't want you. You don't want me. If you think that I'm going to be sitting down, you know, I have all your things prepared type of shit. Go find somebody else to do it. Get somebody else to do it. Yeah. No. Get somebody else to do it. And I agree with you. I think that ambition to me is attractive in a man. It's Mm -hmm. very attractive. It's something that I like to see. Yeah. I like to see it. I like you to have things to do. I like you to be striving for something. I like to see the enthusiasm. I like to see the effort. And I like to see the results. Heavy on the results. The combination of those things... Please come really makes me feel good. Yeah, I'm proud to be your woman. Man, that I have. Then I can. It's be like proud. yes, my man, my man, my man. That, that's my man. Oh my god, you sound like somebody in the sixties. That's my man. You hear me? No, I love it. I love it. Now I know that there can be, you know, I've heard the downsides of that, where it's like the man might not have time for you if he's that ambitious. Yeah. But. I think the good thing about that is I don't require hella time. You know? No, 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 no. What? I don't require. I do want you to have time. Like, I want us to have quality time. I want us to make time for each other. But what I'm saying is I'm not super clingy to where it's like, damn, you got to go to work or I want you to be with me. I'm I think like it's that. more than that, though. It's like when they're like, I'm sorry, I'm putting things off because right, you're I got to. Yeah, you're it's canceling not just things. like, go ahead and do your work, babe. But I'm I mean, every, some, everyone's different. They some are. people are like that. I'm talking about me specifically. Yeah. 
I like a lot. I'm re- really autonomous, so you might feel like you have a little bit more time because I'm not really sweating it. Like, yeah, yeah, same. But if you are canceling on me and not making quality time for us because of the ambition, and we never get to have no QT, then that would be a problem. Yeah, understand the priorities. Yeah, and that's. I think there has to be just a level of like similar ambition. It can't be, I don't want you in the office all night, never coming back. Then you got to cancel. We can't go on a vacation because you got to lock in at the office and your boss. And every time somebody calling, I don't want that. Yeah. And I I think if it's not similar, I don't think it's like mandatory to be similar. But if it's not similar, there definitely needs to be an understanding and an agreement. Yeah. 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 That I am understanding in an agreement that. Babe, you're the one that's more ambitious and I'm going to let you go out and lead the charge and I'm going to sit back and take care of all of the other things. If maybe, you know, you're not the ambitious person. And that can be woman or man. Whatever works for your home. Yeah. And that's what you got to do. Figure out what works for your home and your life. So I think this is a great time to transition to the tools. Yeah. The tools that we have to give the girls. Should we take a little break? So Tools. Yes, tools. Ultimately, ambition is not a bad thing. We just have to develop a healthy relationship with our ambition and achieving our goals and the striving that we're doing because we can't let this take us out. I agree. We, we can't, can't let, let it. We take can't us let us. We cannot. I don't want to let it take me out. No, and I don't want it to take y'all out. So, first tool is to set some realistic goals. And goals that you can reach on your own merit, your own effort, right? So a lot of that looks like knowing your target and the steps that you need to take to achieve it. You got to lay it out, make it plain, right? If your ambition is to get a raise, that's the objective, the goal. What are the steps that you have to take to get your raise? Yeah. Is it that you need more certifications? Is it that you need a mentor? Is it that you need to take your ass back to school? Is it that you need to, whatever it looks like, make nice on your boss, get a great annual review. What does it look like and practically like lay it out so that you have more hopes of getting to the goal? It definitely needs to be realistic. If you, you're like, you know, I have this ambitious goal of being a doctor and you know that you have an AA. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like make it realistic. You're, you can't be a doctor next year. You know, like no. what, what can you, what can you realistically obtain? Do you have the funds? Do you have the time to be a doctor? Yeah. Like, do you have the energy that is required to become that? Because I feel like sometimes we do set these lofty goals and then try to back it with the ambition when it might not realistically fit with our life. Honestly, yeah. it's like that might not be something, but maybe you can become a certified nursing assistant or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, no, I'm no tea, being no serious. No, yeah. And I think also we have to distinguish between our ambitions and our desires. Practicality. Yeah. Right. We have to because to say like, oh, I want to be this thing. That is a desire in your heart. But again, the ambition is how much work and determination are you willing to put in to get to that end goal? If you cannot see yourself staying up long nights, committing to the schoolwork, not being able to go out with your homegirls when a a function pops up or there's something on the calendar. If you can't commit to certain sacrifices and saying that I'm just going to have to lay low for a little bit, then it might not be a realistic goal for you. It might might not. not, And that will cause your ambition around it not to be healthy because it's not something that's. That's how I felt, honestly, truly, y'all. 
majority of y'all know, especially if you've been listening to this podcast, that I went back, I got my master's a few years ago, fine. Then I started working in healthcare. And there was a part of me that was like, I think I should just be a nurse. Mind you, I already have a bachelor's and a master's in some shit that's not nursing. So I'm like, damn, this would look like going back to motherfucking school and getting into more debt, Mm -hmm. committing to the process of getting another degree, what all that looks like in clinicals and all of the things. And then I had to say, no. It wasn't realistic for you. It wasn't. And also, I did not want to put in the work that it took to obtain the desire yeah it was initially a desire where I was like I could do this it makes sense for my current life given that now I'm working in healthcare and then I said no so set realistic goals what what is realistic for you is it to get a degree in public health get some certifications in public health administration business certifications what does that look like what makes practical sense at the moment that's definitely how I felt about my HR degree I'm like the master's degree oh. looks too expensive and like too much time dedicated for where I'm currently at in life. Mm-hmm. But the certifications pack power. They have HR degrees. Yeah, you can get your master's in HR. You wow. can get your B- your bachelor's in HR. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I know somebody who's getting their, I don't know him, I heard this actually, that they're getting their degree in hotel management. Yeah, that's the thing, hospitality. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. damn, where was I? Girl, I was thinking the I'm same like, thing. I was when I was talking to Kayla, path. I was like, you really can map out a path for yourselves. We look at like doctor, lawyer. Yeah. But you could really map out a path for yourself where you can be getting your, say you want to go the HR route, which is really pays very well. You can be getting your BA and you can be getting your certifications at the same time. Like and a lot of you people. you graduate. You set up. Wow. You're set up. And that's what I want the little sisters to be set up. Period. Because there's a way. So anywho, next tip. Adopt a growth ambition mindset. Mm-hmm. Growth ambition. It's really important when we're ambitious to remain curious, to seek knowledge, tools, resources, things are gonna, that are going to help us with our ambition. Mm-hmm. I feel like curiosity, being curious, maintaining your curiosity is very powerful. Yeah, There's always something to learn, Listen. something to discover. So keep that open mind. While you're working towards acquiring these new skills and the knowledge that you will need to propel yourself forward to achieve what you're trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can't be stubborn. People fail when they're unwilling to be humble and learn because yeah. a lot of the times we're stepping into uncharted territory. Listen, And it's like you got to start somewhere. And I know it's humbling. like, you know, everything. I know it's humbling to be a beginner, to not know nothing. Yeah, it's, it sucks. And I think if you can just the, the the humility part where you can say, I don't really know what the fuck I need to do, but I'm willing to learn what it is that I need to do so I can get better. We had a we've also said this a lot on this podcast. We're not social media girlies. So we had outsourced that we had hired a strategist, somebody who was helping to manage our social media. And then we decided to reclaim it and take it back into our own hands. And there was a little bit of like fear and nervousness around like, okay, now we got to put our feet back in the content bag. But then I was like, no, our ambition, me being like, this podcast is going to be good no matter what put me in the perspective, the mindset of, I know I don't know it that well. I know I'm not that great at it, but what can I learn to be better? How can I put myself in a position to just flex the muscle and And do do what we need to do? That's what you have to do. You have to say, now, what is it? What am I afraid of? How can, what y'all doing? Girl, that's how I learned how to do graphic design. 
I learned how to do graphic design at the level I know how to do it out of pure need, mm -hmm. a necessity, and my ambition for things to look good. Yeah. And for us to not have the resources at the time for it to be done by somebody else. I had to learn something, learn a new motherfucking skill. Yeah. I had to humble myself and learn. And that's what you need to do. Consider what area are you lacking skill set in or knowledge in. And then what can you do to prepare yourself? What does it look like for you to put yourself in a position to get the things that you say you want in your future? Mm. You know, is it more studying? Is it taking a class? Girl, they could be going into a new field. Is it that? Is it pivot deciding, you know what, now's the time to pivot. I'm afraid. I'm I'm the top bitch at my job. I really know my job with my eyes closed. I know. I know everybody like, in my no. department. Girl. But you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and take a take a little leap of faith. Yeah. And I'm gonna try something new where I don't know nobody. And I'm a beginner. It's, it's yeah. nothing like it's nothing like being the top dog at your company and then going to somewhere where you're now the new dog. The new puppy. It's like, damn. Yeah. But you'll end up being a top dog there, too. You just got to give yourself some time. For real. So the final tip is to ask yourself, what is my why? Mm -hmm. You know what you want to achieve. We have to ask ourselves, why do we want to achieve it? Yeah. And when we're doing this. Look out for red flags that may be that may pop up. Okay? Mm -hmm. Sometimes a red flag can be, oh, I'm I'm gonna go after that and get that because they got it. And that's might, a big one. I know. Main one. Mm -hmm. It is, because they got it. And now, you know, I need it. Sometimes it can be the ego in an unhealthy way where it's like, I need to prove to everybody that I can do this. Yeah. And that's not cool either. So Getting clear on your why, I feel like can definitely help drive and create that healthy ambition because there's nothing wrong with wanting to achieve things. It's nothing wrong with wanting to elevate your life. It's nothing wrong with desiring more. It's nothing wrong with it. No. But we definitely need to take a deeper look sometimes to make sure we got a solid reason behind why. And what you want aligns with your like values. Yeah. You know, the core of who you are. You might see what somebody else has and it feels and it looks like it makes a lot of sense, but that might not be what it is that you really want deep down. It might not trigger you or make you when I say trigger, I mean, really like ignite you and make you feel good. Or maybe they had to do some strange shit to get it. And I don't want to do that. And no, you ain't really willing to go. Down I don't want to do nothing strange. No. So definitely take a step back. Look at what you want. But even further, examine why you want it. Those are you, our tips. Keep keep them blinders on because, baby, you'll be up shit's creek without a fucking paddle. Yeah. It'll, you'll get reeled in. Terribly. So, y'all. So, y'all. That's our favorite transition. <laughs> Listen. So, y'all. That's that on that. We are going to transition into our final segment. Mm -hmm. It is time to pick up your pen. We're dropping a gem. So, the gym today is a medical gym we love a medical gym i needed some my gynecological exam and i also needed to get my iud removed and i have a primary care physician but i did not have a OBGYN. and the way that my medical care works is i can get a referral and find one but i had been seeing on the internet tia 
tea is circulating. Originally, what caught my eye was the aesthetic. It's a beautiful facility. And the girls were saying that they go to Tia to get their medical needs met. So I looked into it. I did some research and I was like, wow, they offer OBGYN services. They take health care insurance. I'm going to give it a try. Before I um, made my appointment, I was able to check online if they accepted my insurance. They did. And that's always a green flag for me. Accept my insurance because I don't want to pay no out-of-pocket cost. So I made my appointment. Before I even got there, the nurse practitioner that I was paired with was very thorough. We had a phone, a, like online virtual visit. Um, I let her know that I had already had my blood work and everything done. They didn't try to push no extra shit on me, and I loved that part. They answered all my questions, and then when I went to the facility, I was blown away by how beautiful it was, how clean it was, how quickly I was able to get into the doctor's office and not have to wait. And even more, the rooms were warm, a nice temperature, and I had a very nice, heavy silk robe. I did not have to put on that little paper piece of sheet that had my ass hanging out the back while I sat on the cold bed waiting on my doctor to come in. Because, you know, sometimes they'd be taking a while to get in there. Mm-hmm. So my doctor came right in. She walked me through the paps, although it's not my first pap smear, but, you know, we walked through it. What really was important to me was walking through that IUD removal. That was my first time getting that removed. She talked me through it. It was so quick, painless, seamless, and I just loved it. And then I just walked right out and they charged my insurance. So I know a lot of the girls are paying for health care on their own. Even if you don't have insurance, they have very transparent pricing and you can see how much every service costs on their website. So you know what you're getting into and it's seamless. So my recommendation, if you're looking for care, is Tia. AskTia.com. There it is. She said it. And that's it. That's that on that. We've come to the end of the road. We have. We're so grateful that you're here with us. We will be back next week with another goodie bag episode. Make sure you tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. And we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.